podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I love that. Good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to a brand new TAT pod. I'm your host, Ben. Bit of a quiet day, so not much to discuss today. Um, no, I'm joking. Obviously, there's um, a hell of a lot to get through today. There's probably going to be some different opinions with us, maybe in the chat, um, but we're going to do our best to get through it. But first of all, let's go around the panel and see how everyone's doing. Elliot, our resident scouser, how are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm absolutely devastated at the moment because it's just been announced Sep's gone. So that day, today's been ruined. <laughs> Permanent or loan? Well, it's a loan, it's a loan. So he, he can come back and come back. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure it'll come back and be sold for 20 million. That's how we can do it. But Mike, how are you, mate? Bro, I am. I, I don't even know how I am. I don't know. There's a lot, a, lot of, a lot of stuff going on at the moment, both in terms of life and in terms of Liverpool. I don't know, my left from my right right now. Also, you got a nice trim, Ben. I see you. He got himself. Listen, he heard Henderson was leaving, and he invested. Uh, he was listen, like, no, bro, "Listen, listen, I was in the office today, looking homeless, thinking I've got a stream tonight. And there's no way I can go on camera looking like this." Uh, yeah, guys, make sure to smash the like button, subscribe. There's 50 in here, but just on the back of what Mike said, um, little surprise for you, Mike. There's two links in the description down below. One for Spotify, one for Apple Music. Check My out Mike's guy. single pressure. Make sure you go stream that on Spotify or Apple, whatever your um, preference is. But um, yeah, it's an absolute banger. Um, and I'm not just saying that because you're my, my mate. It's honestly such a good song. Oh, bro. Uh, please make sure you go me. stream that for Mike. Um, oh, no worries, mate. Um, help him out. Make sure he gets in the charts. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> That's the song to jazz, mate. But, um, we'll do our bit to get you there. Um, but yeah, just another thing I need to get through as well. Our sponsor, Your Foot Card. Um, big up this company, man. Absolute legends. Absolutely smashed it with us so far. And a big, big shout out to them for helping us. Go on there, get all your foot cards. Um, the new one is about to be released in, I think it's two months in August. And courtesy of them, we are giving away a free copy, like completely free. Um, so, you know, make sure you get involved in this. All you have to do is retweet the post follow your foot card and subscribe to the YouTube channel, which all of you guys should be subscribed anyway. If you're watching this and you're not subscribed, then we're going to have to have some... Uh, so you're yeah. mm, There we are. Um, let's get a few some of these comments just before we kick off proceedings. Um, Anfield Lad says, big up TAT, great work on pressure, Mike. Okay. News on Cobble. I hate to burst the bubble. There is no news on <laughs> as it stands. Uh, Trent Armband ASAP. We're going to get into that, but spoiler alert, that is my preference as well. We'll have a discussion about that. Uh, will team continuity to be hurt beyond repair of Fab and Hendo? Listen, guys, we're going to get into all of all everything you're asking, replacements for Fabinho. We're going to get into it. This is going to be at least an hour long stream. Listen, I'm not even fuming. I'm not even fuming. We're going to get into it. Listen, if you guys allow me time to give my opinion, you will see I'm not actually fuming. Ben was actually uh, crying just before we streamed. Uh, it was it was crazy. Honest to God, he had to take a step to one side. It's pure pure tears. Uh, I wasn't. The day of football playing to me cries. The day you know just. Well, actually, it has happened before. But anyway, let's get on to it. Let's stop. Um, let's stop. What's it called? Stalling. Um, so where did this all come from? Where did this start? Well, um, I actually believe David Cop was the first to come to today. Uh, shout out Dave at nine a.m. Um, but we're going to use Ornstein's tweet because I think he just went into a bit more detail. Um, let me just zoom into this, guys, so you can see. I'm sure you've all seen this tweet anyway, but this is how we like to do things on here. John Henson leaning towards accepting life-changing El Atifak uh, offer. 33-year-old set to decide Im imminently. Would quadruple Liverpool wages? Gerard driving pursuit if Henderson approves. Clubs will immediately hold talks on deal, and we have since heard that Henderson has approved. So what happens next? The clubs are talking. We'll get onto that in a bit as well. And then... Uh, a little bit later, um, Fabinho, out of the blue, Alet El Etihad. 
set to make a con- concrete bid to sign Fabinho from Liverpool for 40 million, expected to develop fast one way or another. So that basically means if he's staying, we'll know soon. If he's going, we'll know soon. Key issue for Liverpool is letting the six go without a replacement, but they're working on this. And Romeo Lavia among multiple options. So guys, first of all, I'm going to come to you, Elliot. Just your initial thoughts, mate, on that. Like, Just briefly summarise it before we delve into it. But when you see this news, two, you know, absolute, and, you know, I don't care what anyone says, legends of this club, mm-hmm. uh, potentially even on the same I mean, time frame. Yeah, how does that make you feel, mate? I was shocked at, not initially shocked at the bids, let's say for Henderson anyway, or the interest, because getting Liverpool's captain to the Saudi Arabian League is one hell of a move for the league. But then when I saw that he'd like, accept the deal and stuff, I was shocked because I was I was certain that he'd want to get in the Euro squad. And I was certain that even if he's a bit part player, he wants to leave Liverpool some more trophies in the clap era. But um, it's appears yes. not to be. I'd, I'm still shocked at that. But um, it seems that he could go and he will go, really. I can't really see anything else other than that at the moment, apart from the whole fee thing. With Fabinho, uh, again, it's a, it's a shock, isn't it? They, what they like to do with the Saudi Arabian teams, they just out of nowhere, boom, massive thing. Yeah. Um, Fabinho can see leaving. Fabinho, um, it's, it can see leaving, but still surprised because Neil Jones had a couple of days ago, he's the untouchable one out of him, Thiago and Henderson. So, I mean, it's it's everyone's guess at the moment. So, it, it's, it's very interesting, to say the least. Absolutely. And Mike... Ah, uh, mate, uh, that's, it's hard to put into words because uh, it's one of those. Like, I think we both touched on it. I think they're both legends at the club. I don't think anyone will would argue that. I think the general consensus is, you know, they're surprised. both probably, you know, they're both probably not. They they probably shouldn't be starting really next season if if we were able to, you know, avoid it. But I, I also think the general consensus is losing both of them feels like a misstep. Um, yeah. everyone will have their preferences. Some people will prefer to keep Henderson for whether it's down to leadership reasons, tempo reasons, you know, just training all around sort of thing. Others will prefer to keep Fabinho just in terms of quality, uh, in terms of the six, helping embed the next sort of generation of, you know, our defensive midfielders, be that, you know, Basetic or, um, you know, if we sign someone else. So there's, you know, there's reasons to keep both. There's reasons to sell both as well. If you, you know, if you sell Fabinho for, the rumored price, which you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll touch on. We'd make a profit, which I think is just incredible. Uh, I'm not really sure how much we signed Henderson for, but I think we signed him for 23 mil. 12. If I'm correct, was it 23? I might it be off. I might be yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but with, with that being said, you know, if we sell Henderson for let's say 15 million again, logistically, 33 year old going for 15 mil off the wage bill as well, there's a lot of positives to that. Um, uh, what I what I haven't liked is the reaction from, you know, certain fans. You know, I think everyone can, some some people rightfully so. You know, that you if you want a player gone from your club, I get that. I just and if you don't think a player should be at the club anymore as well, I get that as well. Uh, I think that's completely fine. That's completely justified. We've all had that with players. We've all had that with managers. Mm. What I don't think is justified uh, is like the personal attacks. I think can just I think some people step the line. Maybe it's just for reaction. Maybe it's just emotion in the moment. But I think just. Uh, mm. I don't know. I feel like we need to understand that these are people. These are people that have gave us some of our favorite moments in our lives. And I think there's just a, a little bit of respect at times that maybe just goes awry. But it is what it is, each to their own. But um, yeah, very shocking news. Still digesting. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with both of you. Before I give my piece, guys, there's 82 of you in here. There's 20 likes. Please make sure to smash in the like button. It will really help us out and, you know, get this stream out to more people, um, which would be really good. So please make sure you're doing that. Uh, but yeah, I agree with both of you guys, to be fair. Look, I always, if Henderson stays next season, I wanted him to be more phased into that. And I know this is a cliche. And yes, I know people will be quick to say, oh, but he's not the Milner role because Milner's better at it. Okay, fine. But we're just giving it that sort of title. Okay. So I want Henderson to phase out of the team, but still be around, um, still see this rebuild happen. You know, do you, no matter what your opinion is on this guy, like you can't you underestimate how much he's influenced us. And, you know, when you hear the likes of Jurgen Klopp and Sir Kenny Dalglish, even the likes of Roy Keane, uh, come out and say, you know, how big he is and how much of a character he is in the, in the dressing room. But because he's had a few rubbish performances, you know, people on Twitter that are in party spaces because he's potentially leaving um, are actually celebrating this. And look, I'm not saying that you have to be 
or doom and gloom. If you're happy to see him leave, that's absolutely fine. But the way I see it is we've already lost Milner. Um, we've lost, we obviously lost Gina Wijnaldum a few years ago. We're going to lose Fabinho and Henderson, it looks like, or at least one of them. Mm. Um, so, you know, where's the proof that what we have left is going to be able to go and compete for those big trophies? We, there's no proof there. And yeah. I don't think it may have happened once or twice, but no, no team really goes and lets go of their captain and vice captain without doing something massive, which is why I'm sort of willing to accept this if something big comes in. Now, if that big is Romeo Lavia, I'm absolutely disgusted by that. If you're letting go of these two players and that's all we do, then no, sorry, that's not good enough for me. If you're letting go of these two players, you go and sign Caicedo, you go and sign Ashua Many, you go and bring one of those guys in next week. You don't let these guys walk out of those doors for the final time and we bring in a 19-year-old who's played 20 games in the Premier League. N- not happening. I think... I don't know if you guys so- agree on that. Oh, I'm sorry, Elliot, do you want to say I'm, I could go on a bit of a rant here? I don't want to overshadow it. You, what, what do you think? Um, I, don't know, I don't know what you rant about, but I mean, going just on your point about losing the vice captain and captain, but I do agree. But then I think the counter arguments is where were the last season in terms of that Liverpool shot for last but season. But then we're, we're, I get that, Elliot, but people have said that to me for ages. But we're looking at, so the captain is one player, right? And they're telling me we've got. Allison, we've got Van Dyke, we've got Salah. All of those guys are on pitch for ninety percent of the time. So that there's at least six yeah. guys that people give to me when mm-hmm. they talk about leaders. So where were they then as well? Like, I'm, I'm not yeah, that's that's, that's my point. That time. is my point. Yeah. Is where were all of them basically? So it's both points. Yeah. Like you say, losing the captains, I do agree that can't be a good thing. But then people's vice like counter arguments is there's about four or five captains on the pitch. But where were they last season? Yeah, all, everyone's got to step up anyway. Everyone's going to step up anyway. So if you lose Henderson as well as Milner, you can say, this, oh, it's not great, which I, I, I agree. But then I also do agree with the fact that it wasn't great last season, so it can't get any worse, more or less. So, yeah, no, it, I agree with that. Yeah. Right, so I'm, I'm just to pick up really quickly on the point someone's made in the chat before I go into what I say. Uh, someone said City won a Champions League without a leader. What are you talking about? So just to be clear on how they work in terms you of a hierarchy system. Um, that's that's an incorrect statement. I understand where you're coming from in terms of they didn't have a specific captain, but they have a very different hierarchy system that I'm not going to bother going into right now. But um, I, I understand why, because so, not, not the first time I've seen someone say that. Um, in terms of the Henderson-Fabinho thing, I think in a hypothetical situation, because we're running on hypotheticals right now because there's a there's yeah. a chance that this could go where neither of them leave, to be, to be quite honest, where they don't pay up the money we want for Henderson and Fabinho chooses to stay. We don't know. But in a world where, let's say, both leave, I think it wouldn't surprise me because technically you're talking 55 mil there. That 55 mil is McAllister and part of the, part of the money for Savas Glass that takes us near, that pretty much just puts us about 35 mil spent. I could see us then going after Colwell in that circumstance because we would have the financial ability to go for it. I I think what this could be is a we'll go get a third centre mid, which may not be Lafia, maybe it'll be a Barella. I still think it would be Lafia. But I I can see us then putting more money in on the centre back, which I think long term I wouldn't be mad at. And I understand there's definitely there's a fear among the... That, okay, there's two sides, isn't there? There's, there's a fear among the fan base in terms of this is too big a turnover, which I agree with. You know, you're losing Ox, um, Ox, Naby, Hendo, Milner, Firmino, uh, Fabinho. You know, six players that were very crucial and in different stages. And then also just in terms of filling the squad out. And you're replacing them with a lot of youth. But in terms of that youth, you have two players that have very good injury track records, touch wood, in McAllister and... Oh. Yes, I know, Ben, I can't believe I say it. Almost every episode. Uh, <laughs> um, which, in terms of quality, I don't think we can we can even argue that. They'd probably slide and you start an 11. You're say, uh, yeah, and so, but in terms of the leadership side of things as well, McAllister is a leader. We've shown that at the World Cup. Sabasly's been a leader for Leipzig. I think Trent stepped up at the final stages in terms of leadership um, of last season. So I think there is leadership in the squad and the leadership hierarchy's already changed because we've moved Salah into that. We've already moved Salah in, into that. We've moved Trent into that, I believe, as well. So I think there are players that can step up and I actually think it might be beneficial to have fresh voices in the dressing room. I think mm-hmm. it's very... You see it with managers and you see it with captains. Players can grow tired of hearing the same voices and they can switch out. So Exactly. So there's positives in that. I... I if we lose both and got Lafia, although I would not go on social media for a couple of weeks because I know there would be a meltdown, 
I wouldn't be concerned. Concerned is the wrong word. I would still be concerned, but I wouldn't panic. I wouldn't melt down. I, I really wouldn't. I still think right. there's a lot there. I, I think this is the season zero. I said before, it seems to Ben. If you're gonna, you've got the rare opportunity now to sell two players who are injured and probably you can you can you can say decline as as nice as nicely as it can go as how harsh as it come across. They declined all last season. They were poor. You've got an opportunity to make a profit on Fabinho. You've got an opportunity to get some money for Henderson. You've got a Europa League season. Do the whole thing properly now. Bed them in. Go and so they're all they're all ready for the Champions League run in 24-25 and let yeah. them go in the Europa League at the same time. I think it's a rare opportunity where any club will, will, will have ever got go and do it properly. You've got a chance. Go and do the rebuild yeah. properly. The, I agree. The thing, I think, sorry, go on. I, sorry, I was just going to say I, I get what you're both saying and I completely agree. Um, but even for Europa League, I still think, right, if we let Henderson and Fabinho leave, you have to get somebody in that's, you know, okay, I know we're trying mm-hmm. to go with a younger model now and that's brilliant. I love that. But we've got we've got to get somebody in that is ready-made, that is, you know, potentially yeah, yeah. captain material. Like you, we, can't, we can't just keep getting kids. We've already got Stefan, who's a project player. And, I, you know, I think he's going to go to the top. You don't have to watch many pods to know my opinions on him. He's an absolute fantastic player, and I love the kid. Um, you know, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, I rate them highly. Still got a long way to go. Um, then if we add Lavia, another one. And then, so if the other one's like a Manu Kone or somebody like that and Lavia, in my opinion, it's a recipe for disaster. Um, and, you know, I know it's going to be a long-term thing. And great, you know, these are plays for the future. But in terms of bouncing back, which we all wanted to from an absolutely shocking season, I don't see us putting up a run for the league. Or you know, I, I think we could win the, the Europa League. But in terms of just bouncing back, you know, going getting another chance at winning the league under Klopp because we're only going to have two more of those. By the way, I think we need at least one of the midfielders to come in. And I'm not saying sign this guy, but somebody like a Kimmich, that sort of age, that profile, 28 years old. It's not going to happen though. Ben, ben, ben. It's not going to be Kimmich. I'm, I, I agree with that. Even, but somebody I'm about the to that, that similar stature. But right, you're talking we about can't the mold, right? keep signing kids. But I, I agree with that. But the mold itself is not something. Uh, Shig saying wild doom and gloom. Trust me, bro. We're not doom and gloom. We're just, we're just thinking out a couple of things. But like, I think in terms of that mold of the ready-made player, we don't sign them. We don't like, and that's. I, I'm not even against that the in a way. Fabinho was though. Fabinho was not ready. Ah, I don't buy the Fabinho was ready made. We bought Fabinho from the the league. What? Sorry, Elliot. I'm sorry. I'm making your eyes roll. But like, we bought (laughs) Fabinho from the French league. Boston City in the Champions League, though. I know. Yeah, you want to know people that are Boston City in the Champions League, mate? That that means the. What's it? What's oh. his name? Eric Lamella from from Roma was ready. Uh, yeah, I understand that, but I don't. I don't think Liverpool. Are, you know, it's not. You Ben said you could go after young one. It's a new thing. It is a new thing. I don't think Liverpool would be like terrified to do like a ready-made player, not 28 years old, in the bracket of 24 to 27. I'd say. I think that's important that they do do that as long as alongside another midfielder. I think it needs to be two. It was going to be Lavia and Fabinho. Fabinho goes, it has to be two. And then there's rumours of Thiago even leaving yeah. as well, which, I mean, I doubt it happens. But did they not get that. squished? Well, they did by Ornstein. And then Sasha, I don't know his second name, he said it today that he's keen on... I mean, oh, yeah. listen, it's not rely, overly reliable, but the rumours there, and it was a rumour from a few days ago about him going to Barcelona again, the rumours popped up. Listen, nobody's safe when these guys are, are sniffing around. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 it, it's anything mad. Anything can madness. happen, and it's proved today because there was no talk. Obviously, like I think we did a stream a few months back, um, and I think we, we did all agree that we would sell Fabinho if the right price came in. But... Yeah. Um, when you know you just like I was at work, man. I was just getting my head around Henderson, and then bang, the Fabinho one comes, and it's like, oh my word! So anything can happen, and I agree with what you're saying. But my 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 point is, let me just clarify. Like, I just think you know, I'm a I'm a firm believer of experience, and I know we've got it in that in that changing room. Of course, we have. But the midfield is like the most pivotal position for me. We saw it last season, like how important it is to get that midfield right. We didn't, and it was a shambles. You know, the moment we signed Fabinho, the moment, you know, Henderson and Gino and Adam have a world-class DM behind them, we win the league, we win the Champions League. So I love Lavi. I think he's a brilliant player. I think I would be absolutely buzzing if he signed. But let me just say again before we move on, if Fabinho is to leave, we go and get a Caicedo. We go and get a Shuamani. We go and get somebody of that ilk because it, we have to make a statement to bounce back from that. 
Yeah, I, I do absolutely agree with that, but it has to be two. It can't be one. <laughs> and <laughs> I think I've said that all in there. It has to be two, but I'm sure we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I like saying things just to be devil's advocate, but I think it can be one. I think if it's a good enough one, I don't know. Let's talk about Henderson for a bit, guys, because, um, you know, all the guys, all the journalists, the, the main ones, reported this morning that should the clubs agree personal terms, which they have now, that's been confirmed by everyone. You know, Klopp and Henderson had a meeting this morning. Uh, we've given him the green light to talk to the club. Um, but apparently there seems to be some sort of stumbling block on the fee. So what sort of fee do you actually see the club accepting? Because apparently they're even trying to get him for free. Now, there's absolutely no chance on God's green earth we allow Jordan Henderson to go for free. But um, Elliot, what do you think is the lowest that one Liverpool would probably accept for? And would you personally be okay to say, okay, you know what? Yeah, let's I mean, let him go for that. I saw the ten million thing, but it's the Saudi league. They got to they just flashing it all over the place. Liverpool are going to take advantage of that, and they, they're going to take advantage of, the, of it with Fabinho. You may as well do it with Henderson. But then, I'm not not that it would be a worry if that Henderson stays, but the worry would be that you know they'll walk away from the deal if Liverpool kind of demand twenty million. So. As some of the comments, and then Henderson probably... looks like an absolute fruitcake. By the way. <laughs> yeah, if, um, if Henderson stays at the club after all of this. Yeah, after agreeing to leave, it'll be really quite odd and strange. I think the whole I, process I has been odd or strange. Anyway, to be honest, like yeah. uh, it, it, it leaves a bit of a, a distaste in the mouth how it's going, how the process is going. But just on the fee, ten to fifteen million, I'd say more, more fifteen million because two years left on his deal. He's not. You're not getting them for free. Don't be stupid. It's got to be. It's got to be that. Thirty-three years old. You can't demand probably more than twenty, fifteen. I'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah. In agreement. I think you know you're talking thirteen to fifteen mil. Uh, yeah. I can imagine. We'll accept that, and I think that's a good deal. He's as you say, he's thirty-three. He'll be thirty-five at the end of his contract. There. Uh, say I. I love everything Henderson's given to the club, and you know I think anyone that has watched Liverpool loves what Henderson's given to the club. But I think I don't. I don't think he can do the Milner role, as I've seen people suggest. I understand why that concept comes, but I don't think he's aging as a footballer in the same way. I think Milner is such a rare breed of a footballer where his qualities were still clear even even in his, even last season his qualities were still clear his game management ability at times was fantastic I mean we all knew he'd come on put a tackle in and hold it in the corner even if we were fighting up he'd be holding it in the corner um so it's it's a yeah if we sell him for 14 mil like I'm not upset by it um I mean I'm upset he's go I'm obviously I'm upset he goes I know he's a fantastic captain but yeah 14 mil what about you yeah um for Henderson um Look, as long as as long as the players that are coming in are good ones, I don't mind what they decide to sell him for because it's it shouldn't really matter realistically for a club at the size of our club. You know, it sh- a few million on the back of Jordan Henderson shouldn't make that much of a difference as to who we then bring in. Um, but we all obviously know it probably will, so we do need to hope we get as much as we can. Uh, I'd say fifteen for him, and I'd try and get like forty-five for Fabinho. That's why I, I, that's what I'd do, and then I take that, you know, sixty million. I try and go for Casado. I try and go for Shuamani. Those are my top two targets, and then um, Lavier as well. I think he fits just short of that bracket. But then again, I was looking at Lavier's stats, and he's up there with Casado for literally everything, and he's better technically. So a lot of people are downplaying Lavier. Um, I think it's because of the price, to be honest, and I think that has been squashed. I think James Pierce and look, take what he says with a pinch of salt or whatever. Sorry, Elliot, I know you, you, uh, you probably, you probably like him, but um, yeah, <laughs> he, he, what do you know? What? You, oh, he's, he's. I, I, I thought it was the echo, but he's not anymore, is he? No, 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 no he's been echo for years. No, you write for the echo, don't you? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, okay. Sorry. No. <laughs> it's um, okay, but um. Yeah, I, I I just feel like um, they've said that he's not going to go for fifty. Um, so there's you know you, you try and get that for like 40, 45. and if they if they say if they say you're not having him, we're not doing this. Fine, sound. We'll get someone better. Um, but yeah, I think look, I don't know what else there is to say. I think I, I want to address the whole space thing that somebody mentioned earlier. I think that was um, 
an embarrassment, to be honest, the title of the space. Now, I'm not saying everybody in that space because I know some people in that space and I know that they're sound and they wouldn't get involved in that silly behaviour. But whoever titled the space as Henderson leaving party, top reds are welcome, something like that. Like, let me just first and foremost say that these guys don't, there's a very small minority of the club um, and it doesn't reflect the opinions of Liverpool supporters that I know that Elliot knows, that Mike knows. Social media has this thing now where, you know, you have to jump on trends and negativity seems to be the way that people like to go about things. And that's great. And everyone wants to be the new AFTV. Um, let's be negative about our club. Let's downplay our players. Let's call our manager out. You know, great, fantastic. Why not get behind your team? Why not go to games and cheer them on? And I know it's not easy. Not everyone can do that. Great. Do it from your house. Do it online do what you're doing be negative but just don't be an idiot that's what i'm saying like this guy and i'm not saying that he's good enough to start for the club i've said it so many times that i want to see him phased out but what he is is he's the captain that bought the premier league after 30 years is the captain that bought two league cups he's the captain that made it number six he bought the fa cup and granted some people say oh but he's not been a huge part of that well he was he got the writers played the year for the league title campaign um absolutely Massive role, by the way, is when um, football was gone after COVID. He was one of the, the key members to bring it back. He was pushing, pushing, pushing for football to return. There's just so much about Jordan Henderson. And I, I know people will argue and say if he does go to Saudi Arabia, then a lot of the things he stood for become a bit, you know, questionable. And I do agree with that. But as far as leading this club and being the captain of Liverpool goes for, when Stevie G left, I can't fault the guy. I don't know if any of you two can, but I can't. I, I can't think of an instance where I thought, oh, you know what? We should take that armband off him and give it to somebody else. I, it's never come I, across my mind once. And even Klopp, yeah. just before you go, Mike, even go. Klopp says, and he still says this, when he walked into the changing room for the first time, he had the opportunity to change the captaincy, but he didn't see a reason to. Yeah, no, that's facts. Yeah. I agree. I think, I think on the space thing, I will say like, because I've seen the screenshot, uh, I didn't, I hopped in one of the spaces because I was curious and I listened to it for a, a couple of minutes before just leaving. Um, the people I've seen in the space that I know or I've spoke to, like I know they're good people. Uh, like I understand where their opinions come from and I've, I've had like normal chats with, with these people. Uh, I just think sometimes the the energy, the jokes, the that kind of thing can just go a bit in the wrong direction and we can end up getting far too personal with how we talk about people that firstly, we don't know. Um, like we, you, 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 no one here knows Jordan Henderson. We see him on the TV and he plays for our club. And all I know about him is the stuff that he's done for the NHS, the way he's performed for Liverpool and the way he presents himself to the media and the way, what people say about him. And he, I don't know. I think he presents himself in a wonderful way. And I think like he's given a large part of his career his prime years of his career to the club and I think he's given great years to the club I just think you know what it's cool if you don't like him it's cool if you don't want to see him play for Liverpool anymore that's completely fine um, I just think I don't know man I, it's one of the reasons I don't like social media in a lot of ways like I think some of the stuff I heard in the space was quite disgusting and as I say if that's how you feel it's fine but I've seen people like fighting with each other yelling at each other abusing each other over all because about you like the captain that, yeah just because you like <laughs> the captain or you don't like the captain and it's i don't know man i think people just gotta take a deep breath and be like cool you've got your opinion i've got mine you know we're, we're talking about the individual in football terms that's fine by me mm. you don't like him you do like him that's fine we're getting personal and saying some of the things that I, i've seen said i just I, I think it's it's really disrespectful and it's not okay um at the end of the day like i've got nothing but respect for what john Lenson's done for the club i'd say captain of the captains during COVID and the way he's presented mm -hmm. himself and, you know, led the team at times. I think it's been brilliant. I'm in agreement that I think his time is coming to an end. I'm in agreement. He didn't perform well last season as a lot of people didn't. I'm also in agreement that I think he gets scapegoated and has been scapegoated throughout his entire time at Liverpool. Um, and I just would enjoy if we could all, if he does leave, you know, that don't get me wrong. If he goes to the Saudi league, there's a moral question there in terms of what he has stood for in the past. But again, that's not for me to pass judgment on. That's just for me to observe. I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You know, um, I just hope we're able to give him and Fabinho a good send-off because that's what they both deserve as players that have brought 
all of the success possible to this club and mm. I see no other reason but to give them a good send-off no matter what their decision is in the future. Um, and yeah, Absolutely. that's my, my two cents. Just before we move on, we've got somebody else joining us. Uh, it's the one, it's, the uh, one. it's Tom Little. How are you, mate? You good? I'm good, lad. I'm good. How's everyone doing? What's going on? I got the tank top on, lad. Miami Heat. Get the guns out, lad. <laughs> That's fucking Tom, roasting. Um, let's just uh, so hot. Get your thoughts, mate. You've just joined us. Um, yeah, just when you see this news this morning about Henderson, and then an hour or so later, Fabinho comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Where you at, mate? Um, it's sad because I don't. The nostalgic part and the you know emotional part of me sits in and goes, "These are some players who've been here in the big moments for us." who've won us so many big things over the years. It's going to be sad to see them go. But I also put my business hat on and go, it makes sense. It it, it does make sense that we're, ne- we're probably never going to see this type of money again for Fabinho. We're, probably, we're definitely never going to see it again for Henderson. <laughs> I, I'll say it like that. <laughs> if we can get 50, 55 million for them, that's smart business. And then if we can reinvest that, I mean, what I would do personally, no one probably agrees with, I'd be going out and buying three. I'd be going out and buying Lavia to Ram and Kone in one window. I know Kone's got a bit of an injury problem, but that should be sorted by mid-August. So beyond that point, he should be available. At that point, I've nailed my midfield for the next five years. I don't need to touch it again. I can go focus on my defence and my attack for the next couple of years at that point because we know this club tries its best at times to sell itself short in the market in areas. So it'd be sad to see them go. I disagree with the amount of abuse, certainly, that Henderson... And last season, Fabinho got you're you're perfectly with it in your right, right to criticize a player. I've criticized both of them plenty of times, especially last season. But abuse is a level too far. I do think it's the right time for Henderson to go. I don't think that he has a future at this club that he believes is the level yeah, that he can play at. That's the thing. That's the thing. I think he knows that he's done himself. He's he's going to be just before like fifth choice. Move on. Fifth, that's not him, is um, it? Tom, there's a tweet from an account just before we move on. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll come back to you straight away, Tom. I've just uh, seen this. Uh, yeah, Fabinho, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know who it is, but... It's uh, a big account, though, isn't it? They've got 521,000 <laughs> followers. And they've said that the Fabinho deal to Saudi Arabia is done. Um, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Bit of breaking news on a podcast. That's... <laughs> All right, guys, brought to you here first. We don't have this anywhere else. TAT, that's an exclusive. Uh... <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, right? I, d- I did put in the GC earlier. The admin GC, like, if we get a here we go um, on on air, that would be mad. I mean, this ain't quite a here we go, Tom, but the Saudis seem adamant that it's a deal done. So, what's the next step, mate, if that's true? Uh, you go out and you reinvest that money straight away into Romeo Lavia. That that is your Fabinho replacement right then and there. You're gonna sit. I can hear the arguments about experience and this, that, and the other, but I, I find that argument falls flat when people tell me, "No, I don't want Romeo Lavia. I want Moises Caicedo." Moises Caicedo's actually only played 15 more Prem games than Lavia. Has. Fight this corner with me. Yeah. Fight this corner with me. <laughs> I, I agree with this. The, the experience difference this. isn't all that much, unless you want to count. So are you, are you saying Del Valle. It's Lavia or Caicedo? Because I said I'm saying I'm I'm not even doing an all. I'm just saying, go get Lavia. Gonna, I, I I don't want to get drawn into a bidding war with Chelsea for the player that. No, but what, reality... what I'm saying is because we all we all know we need two, right? So if you go mm-hmm. and get a Lavia, the second one, whether it's Casado or whoever, are you saying they can be young as well? Because I made a point where if we go and get Lavia, the other one that I want to bring in does have to be more experienced and more. I, I'm I'm you know, quite happy to go young to because okay, it, 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 it I think it depends on how you see the long term future of this football club. I don't think next season we'll win the league. That, that that's my you know thing. I think Ooh. Man City. I know, Ooh. I know. I want to be wrong, but I think Man City is just going to have that edge next season. I think the year after is where the door opens up. So for me, I'm sitting there going, next season in the Europa League, this is a chance that if you want to get players for the long term future, you get them in now. You give them yes. all the time to play in yeah. Europe. Yes. They get experience yes. they wouldn't have got normally, and then all of a sudden you're going into that season where you can win the league with a set of six players who are ready made. Yeah, you, you all know, bro. You just came in and then one batted me up on the Lafayette point and then just gone and said the exact same thing Elliot said. This is great. <laughs> this is amazing. It, 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 to me, makes sense. It's a it rare chance. Sense. You've got we one all of the rarest chances to we do all something. Things. 
The only thing with Caicedo, the only thing with Caicedo that I I always go, no, the reason I don't want him, he looks and the way he talks, man, it just tells me he's trying to use the club as a stepping stone. Like he he look he's the kind kind of guy he join us and then two years later cry go to Madrid. I'm not splashing 100 million on him either. Lavi yeah, and he, no, you know what I mean. Get, get, yeah. get going with that, especially because if you look at like in the stat, I'm a stats man. If you look deep into the stat, Romeo Lavi's a better tackler than. Ben was saying, yeah, like yeah, he, he wins more. He wins that, yeah. more. He, he has a better dual win rate. So you for know, me, I, I look at it and I go, you can box off that midfield and one. I understand the experience to an nth degree. And it it does make sense, but then I look at it and go: in three years' time, when we are due a rebuild, I don't. This is not a rebuild right now for me. This is a retool. Three years' time is a rebuild when you lose a number of key players like Salah, Van Dijk, yeah. Roberts, etc. I don't want to have my midfield or also kind of needing one then because the DM I bought three years ago is now thirty thirty one, and I'm going to need to go into the market and buy another one. For me, like I said, Kone to Ram, Lavia. That sets it up for me. You've got two in every position, three in some. And Thiago's going to go next summer anyway. Mm. He, I'm pretty sure. I don't think we're going to give him a new deal. So no. this also negates the need to buy next summer for a midfielder with Thiago. And what about, oh, are we going to buy ready-made to replace him? No, I've got the experience there already. But the Taram so, yeah. deal doesn't look likely though, does it? Because if, when everything I've read about Taram suggests that not only are they asking for extortionate prices, but the player himself, his contract is extortionate. So I don't see us as a club bending a knee to a contract like that because we've we've not done that in the past when it comes to signings. I, I agree, but I also think that that was because, certainly the club side, I don't know about the player side, but the club side, they were trying everything they could to get a bit more going. They were yeah. trying everything. Yeah, they, they, they were making up so much stuff to get a bit more going. And if it, get, if it gets to August and they've got nothing, I think they might go, look, we just need the money. We just need yeah. to get him gone for that 30, 35 because it's better than nothing at this point. Yeah, Co- I think it's a different kettle because you know we've got we've got the nepotism. Yorg's son's now their director of football. He can just you know he can pull rank as a dad. <laughs> You're not coming down for Christmas if you don't slide me, slide me, Coney. Um, before, I, to be honest, man, listen, dream world. Mike, before you go, I just want everyone to smash the like button. That's what I wanted to say, Mike. Carry on. <laughs> no, no, that's facts. Before I even talk, everyone got two seconds. Like, like it right now. All right. If you didn't like it, then you're dead to me. All right, so I think that we should basically be looking at signing two sentiments, definitely. But I, I think I do think three is too much. Like, you sign a defensive midfielder, you sign another eight. I'm all for that. I understand the opinion that one of them should be a bit more experienced. I don't see experience in terms of the age I, or in terms of their necessarily their like. I say quality. Quality is the wrong thing. Maybe in terms of their uh, aura, but more so if we can go buy a you know a solid twenty mil. You know, backup, backup squad player midfielder that will just perform the Milner role. You know what I mean? That's not going to be near the 11 except for Europa League. I'm fine with that. But like, we need to make sure we go sign a Lafia, a Florentino, or Emmanuel Kone. Is I think that's a, a certain. It is, it is interesting, Mike, because the other day, I think it was on Born and Red's podcast. Shout out to Born and Red. I think it's Fabricio. He name drops Florentino. And this was before mm-hmm. all of this. Um, Fabinho and stuff came out. He said that he is a player that Liverpool have been scouting. There isn't anything there yet in terms of a beard or talks, but he is a player that we've looked at. He's a player that we like. So we are. I don't, we are I don't think any of that. We know that. I look at them and they've made too much money off Enzo, especially. Like they, they know that if they play hardball, someone will come in and pay. And they, I think he's I got, got a He's got a 105 million release clause. Same thing, pretty much as Enzo. Release clauses, you know what though? Release clauses are very weird these days. I always feel like back in the day when to trigger that, but now we saw it with Enzo and Chelsea. Like there was so much negotiating there, and it's like, yeah, there's a release clause, but I still think that you know, if if we offered the right price, then we could get him. But I know what you're saying. But my my point was that if even if it's not Florentino, even if it's not Lavia. They're definitely looking at DMs, which is at least an encouraging sign. Yeah, I think we were always going to go after one. To be honest, I, I've said this before. I think this Saudi move is a spanner in the works more than anything. I don't think this is planned. I don't think this is anticipated. To be honest, I think if Klopp had his way, Henderson and Fabinho would both stay and Thiago would probably stay as well. And we'd just sign another defensive midfielder and go into the season. I think with this happening now, there's probably not panic, but there's definitely a reassessment of our transfer plans happening as we speak. Because Fabinho going for 40 is money that we didn't know we'd have. It's also a space on the team we didn't know we would have. Henderson leaving is 
a million and one different things behind the scenes that are going to cause an issue in terms of leadership, worry around that sort of stuff, and also just a position within the squad. So Tom's instantly sort of leant forward with his mic. So go on, man. What you got? It's just uh, this leadership thing. It's, it's going to be the big thing, isn't it? About are, yeah. it? are we going to deal with the leadership? I look at it and go, for me, a player stepping up to that captaincy can bring the best out of them. I agree. So I, I, I always hark back to Hippier and Gerard, albeit yep. hip, the Hippier situation was different, but Gerard got that captain's armband and he pushed on to levels that he was a good player before. And I'm, I'm not going to say CBG yeah, wasn't okay. good before he got the armband, <laughs> yeah, I know but he saying. pushed on he, to like different levels when he got it be, because of the what it meant to him. So I'm, I look at the likes of Trent, I look at the likes of maybe Salah, Allison, and go give them the armband. It could be, it could really push them on, but it's also a good thing for the dressing room. Henderson and Milner have been the voice of that dressing room for eight years now. Fresh voice. Sometimes, sometimes, and it's the same core that's still here, pretty much. Sometimes you just need a different yeah. voice. Elliot, Elliot, Elliot he's doing it, it again. He's doing it again. I literally said yes, it before. We we were were saying saying have you been listening to this, Tom? He was. He was listening to the pod. He thought he'd come in here with all these <laughs> new ideas. Let's go around the group, right? I want to ask everybody who their top tip for their captaincy is and I'll start and I want you to hold what do you mean is this who we want to get it or who we think will get it uh, who we want um, I'm going to go first um, mine I want to throw us back to 2003 4 can't remember the exact year Sammy Hoopier was the captain he was getting on a bit not sure how how old he was at the time but you know, he was a leader. He was established, one of the best centre-backs in the league. We give the armband to a young scouser, Stevie G. Um, you know, at the time, I'm sure if Twitter was a thing back then, it would have been, why are you giving it to him? Like, what's he, like, you know, he's not ready. It was the best thing that ever happened to him. You know, that made Stevie go on to be a man, the leader, the captain, the legend of this club that he is. Um, so I'm saying, Trent, I'm saying, if you give the armband to Trent Alexander-Arnold, you know, we will see, and I don't know how much more he can improve because he's out of this world, in my opinion. He's the best player. Like when I go to games and I watch Trent Alexander Arnold, oh my god, I just get so excited. Um, and he, people tell me he can't lead when we needed players to turn up last season. You know, in that last ten games, okay, fine, we didn't get over. Who was the main focal point in doing that? It was Trent Alexander Arnold. When we needed to do it in the COVID season to get top four, who was it? It was Trent. I don't want to hear that Trent can't lead this team. You know, I, he's 24 years of age. He's local. It's his dream. It's his boy. Keep playing him in this inverted role. And this will, I'm telling you now, if you give Trent this armband, he will, he will, he'll just become something else. Like in terms of leadership, his voice on the pitch, um, you know, his attitude's always been brought up, but I don't see that myself. I've always said that with Trent Alexander-Arnold, he just plays for me with this play style like he's not bothered. And I don't necessarily think it's his attitude. I think that's just how he is and that's how he plays. I could be wrong, but I don't really have any, you know, question marks about his attitude myself. So that's who I want to be the captain. Um, I did, my, my perfect scenario was giving him the eight I'm making him captain, but obviously that's not going to happen now. It's like when your dad tries to make you a pro footballer because he never made it. You're just like, all right, give him yeah. the ace. And uh, tell you what, as well, change his last name. I think Gerard, Trent, yeah. Alexander Gerard. Yeah, but Elliot, what are you saying, mate? I mean, uh, you know. I logically, like, I don't even know if it's logically, but Liverpool's last two captains have been there for so long. So, like, it's long-term captain, so if you're going to carry that on, Trent is ideal. But I question the leadership skills just because you probably haven't seen it like so much. But I think you've seen him leading by example, which is what you said, Ben. So he'd probably be like Gerard in that aspect where Gerard probably did do that and Carragher was his voice, and maybe he'd have that with Trent and Verge. But for some reason, I've just I think Salah would be great. I don't know why. I just think he's led that Egypt team to the first ever World Cup, well, not first ever World Cup, but first World Cup in so long. And like he just, but then again, maybe another one leading by example. Van Dyke's the voice, but Van Dyke needs to probably be back at his, not as, you know, the standard that he set those years ago were obscene. So I doubt you get back to that. 
but he needs to be back to just very, very good for him to be like a long-term captain because you're risking it then. You're risking giving Van Dijk a captain and him being below his, you know, his standards and not being exactly great, and then you're going to have to change it again. So I think there's risk with it all. You could maybe say Robertson, but then he's not going to play as much. So, I mean... It looks like Van Dijk, but I, I can see Trent. I can see Trent logically because it's long term. Just on the back of what you said there, that was a point I did forget to say as well. Uh, given someone that's going to be here for another two, three years, Max, give it someone that's going to be here for his whole life, his whole career. It's happened with Gerard, happened well. with Henderson. It makes sense. It just yeah. makes sense. Let me just go for a few comments before you go, Mike. Every, pretty much everyone's saying Van Dijk, apparently James Pierce. I did see that to be fair. He said he's the red-hot favourite. Um, Bagsy says, give it Jones for a laugh. You know what? Just to see a certain few people on Twitter absolutely melt down, I would be all for that. Um, a lot of people doubting the reliability of the account. Uh, biggest thing with Stevie as captain, Samuel was still there. Stevie was captain. That's a huge change. Uh, Super Tiger says good call TAA will be in contract extensions talks now absolutely needs to happen giving him the armband now helps him take on the extra responsibilities that he's already starting with him helping players who don't make it pro yeah absolutely amazing stuff that he does with that uh, I think it will be Verge uh, also uh, oh no vice captain becomes captain it makes sense yeah I, I do agree with that but Mike what are you saying do you have the same opinion or do you have something else so I got two two things two things in mind I think Realistically, I can see Van Dyke getting it and Trent becoming vice captain. And then when Van Dyke leaves in two years or so, Trent becomes captain. I think that could be a nice way to ease him in, considering he's only just stepped up into the team leadership role. Um, yep. But in an ideal world, I don't know. I, I mm, Yeah, I'd probably want Trent to be captain too. I was trying to like, do I have anyone out of the box to say? But yeah, of course, I'd like Trent. Um, I would say another great leader in the team, but I don't see the point of making a goalkeeper captain. But I think Allison, Al- Allison is a is a captain for our club. I really believe that. I know, but like, it's one of them. I, if I just took yours, Tom. Oh, sorry, brother. I'm so sorry, brother. Listen, I'll say I'll land my point, and I'll let you go. You'll probably say it better than me. I think when it came down to performing in games or even performing for long periods of time, when our club has not. He has stepped up. I think Absolutely. what if I a really defining moment for so many reasons, you know, if you cast your mind back to uh that that away day when we needed needed a goal in the ninety-fourth minute. Allison had just been through probably one of the most traumatic things a man can go through uh in his personal life. And he came back two weeks later, performed phenomenally to the end of the season and scored that goal. Now obviously, like you can talk about a highlight moment for that, but I think Allison, when it comes to leadership, He's about as irreplaceable as they can get. He's probably for me, Allison's up there with your Van Dyke, your Henderson in terms of the leadership. So if not Trent, I'd give it Allison. I'm just giving it Allison straight up. I, I, yeah. I love the idea of Allison being the key the keeper who's the captain. I'm happy to give Trent Vice. Look, for me it was between um because personally, I don't think Van Dyke deals with captaincy very well. I, I think yeah. it's one of them ones where he, his performance it, actually mm. takes a hit sometimes especially for the national team. So I was looking at either Salah or Allison, and the uncertainty around Salah's future for me is what's holding me off. I, I, yeah. I think he's I think he's a high-up leader, but if he's not going to be here in beyond 2025, I'm not doing it. For me, Allison's contracted till 2027, I think it is. Yeah. 2026, 2027. He, he, he was going to be in the pump of his career for the next couple of years because he's a goalie. And like you said, the man has just been the epitome of consistency. In the good, in the bad, he's always there. And last season was a real chance to show his leadership, and he showed it with the performances. He can lead by example, but he's also shown that, at least defensively, because we've only got he's not going to shout with the midfielders and that, but he's been able to lead an experienced backline and an inexperienced backline to targets that have needed to be hit. He managed to lead Van Dyke, Gomez, Matip, Lovren, all them lot to Premier League and Champions League. And he managed to lead Reese Williams and Nat Phillips to Champions League. I don't know. Reese Williams kind of carried, not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 loved what, I loved every week with Reese Williams having a bingo for what Premier League striker is going to outpace him this week. Hey, I will tell you right now, and I will stand on this, right? Reese Williams and Nat Phillips, physically, by the end of their 20 games, oh, look, Ben's already like, don't you dare go on this tangent. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it quickly. 
they physically were bleeding at the end of the season for us. Matt, I will never Matt, say that. Phillips, they... Matt Phillips just bleeds during every game. It's, there's not yeah. a yeah. Matt Phillips game where he doesn't have a bandage wrapped suit. around his neck. You're right. You're right. Anyway, I've got a paper. It's is, been lovely is... chatting for 20 minutes. <laughs> no worries, Tom. Absolute pleasure to have you on, mate. Uh, you're welcome anytime. But um, yeah, um, I did think to be fair that some would say Salah. Um, I think we just briefly touched him. Um, obviously, he's in that yeah. leadership group that we get told about. So I think it will probably be Virgil as the captain and then Salah as vice. Um, I think yeah. that's how it's going to play out. And then, you know, Saudi, they're going to come in for Salah. It's inevitable. Yeah, it's, I it's, just yeah, it's it next summer. Um, I don't think I, I think he's earlier, I feel like it won't even be next summer I, don't I think he sees really. he wants one more Champions League season he's, too, he's not going to leave he's far too competitive as a player he can reach Thierry, Thierry Henry I think he can reach for Premier League goals if he gets like a 25 goal season this, this year yeah and you know so, what he's like man he is he is after think, goals like that and often will come in, but I, I think, as you said, Mike, he's so so like up here for wanting to be the best. I don't think it'll. I don't. Think I don't think he'd agree to it until he's like thirty-seven, because I think he can well, carry on to that. I, His fitness levels are unbelievable. I agree. I did a thing. Um, I don't know how reliable the the money is for the Henderson thing. You know, we saw quotes of seven hundred thousand a week, which oh gosh, uh, when I first saw that, I said that it, didn't he? got to be. Yeah, but if that is how much they're offering. Jordan Henderson, they're going to be offering Salah at least double that. Yeah, well, so, yeah. I, I still maybe listen. I suppose if even even Jordan Henderson's head's getting turned, maybe this statement's null and void. But I feel like Salah is too competitive a player to go the Saudi League while he still feels he can win I a Premier so. League or a Champions League. I think well, so. that's the I thing with Henderson, isn't it? He's been told that he's not going to be, you know, starting. Right. Yeah, and then an offer comes in like that, and I mean it's going to probably take any players midfielders as well. Like, how's that going to make him feel? You know, we've already yeah, been, probably had a yeah. conversation. It's still, still, you still say it's disappointing, but I mean it, it makes sense, and for the club logistically, both of them going makes sense from my opinion to do the rebuild properly now. I know other people have different opinions, but no, um, I agree. I do agree. <laughs> I get, I get all the points completely. And, Europa look, get them all in. As long, as long as, as long as the the players that we bring in obviously have that potential to go on and be, you know, world class, then yeah, let's give it a go. And I, one thing I've always said, and I always stand by this, even when we were linked to Mason Mount and all these other players, Graven Birch, you might not necessarily be sold on them at the time, but I'm not going to sit here. Like with Darwin Nunes, when you know, before we signed him, all these guys and made up their mind on him. Um, I won't do that if we go out and sign two young players that they think can be world class. I'll be like, you know what, yeah, you know, let's, let's see what they can do. Uh, might not necessarily be the two I would have gone for, but as soon as they come through those doors and put on that shirt, I'm all in, you know what I mean? I think that's what we should all be like. Um, we shouldn't be sat there hoping, like, oh. Let me get a clip to put up of this player to show that I was right and we shouldn't sign him. We should be thinking, okay, maybe not what I would have done myself, but let's see and let's hope that they can prove me wrong. And yeah, we do need to discuss this actually just on another talking point. Darwin Nunes, by the way, this has gone completely <laughs> under the radar today. Yeah. Uh, probably not the best day for Liverpool to announce it, to be honest. <laughs> no, um, not at all. Well, yeah, they but, tried to PR yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, he's got the number nine. How do we feel about that? Looks great, doesn't it? But let's just hope he starts because <laughs> number nine on the bench isn't, you know, splendid. <laughs> I think the number nine is an earned shirt. I'm, I'm really old fashioned, man. I, I was, oh, I've seen him get the nine, man, and I, I do understand that, yeah. bro. I, I don't think know, he man. just looks, it looks good, Adam. It looks good. Cool. Oh, looks... but I will not lie. <laughs> Oi, I seen that, and I was like, hey, listen, I don't care about your sitters you missed last season. You look good. You look good. <laughs> And also looks so good with like those 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. All, all the numbers are filled out really well. But if he doesn't score 20 goals next season, bro, oh, I'm, I'm going to start that so Andy Carroll comparison is going to look awful. So I bro. want him starting. I want him starting just because I want, I want him seeing preseason. Let's go smashing the goals in every where game. Where does election. he start, Elliot? Elliot, where does I he start? I don't know. Just put him in. I love he him. Just, He's just great fun. So bro, I don't just care. Because Gakpo starts. 
<laughs> like, I know, but it's interesting with that because Diaz, we've got to see how Diaz does because after the injury, you've got to let him, you know, he was rusty back in the last season and his whole goal contributions thing is still a talking point, of course. But then you also just have Jota, who's, you know, brilliant. So it's... I don't see how you... It's, ro- it's rotation and... Rotation, but like, I, I do want to see, I do want to see Nunes starting just because I think he's got yeah. so much there he needs to like explode but you, you, you when do you see him explode how many I goals uh, Prem goal Prem goals next season how many goals does Nunes get with that number nine shirt the super number nine powers that he gets <laughs> I'm not I'm not going overboard because I don't want to let me I'd say what? if he starts uh, not if yeah, he starts the... just what we think because listen he's not going to start every game I think no, he probably he starts out of 38 Prem games if he's fully fit I'd say he probably I starts I think he gets 20 in all maybe. comps Twenty in all, 20 comps. Goals in all comps. Don't forget, he's good. He's good at creating as well. So it'll be like a nice goal assist record. How I'd many? Say. How many goals did he get in all competitions last season? Fourteen. Fifteen. Something 15. like fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Gakpo. Gakpo's now going to start every game. We know that. Yeah. So. How much time? If, Let's if, just hope they all get he, about fifteen goals in the league. That, that'll be that'll be sound. Yeah. He'll be if, flying. If, if he plays, <laughs> if he plays, um, then if he plays. Like, what's the average for a player? Is it like 2,000 minutes? Yeah. So that, that's a decent amount of minutes, isn't it? So if he does that and gets 20 goals, that's like a goal every 100 minutes. Well, it is a goal. You should be running minutes. right so in that, that Europa League as well. So Yeah, like, like, that's, that's a good should return. be. And look, I, I know everyone's going to crap themselves over, um, oh, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? I love it. This is what we want. This is what we need. Like, and oh, who's going to play today? Is it going to be Jota? Is it going to be Nunes? Is it going to be Gakpo? Who's going to be on the left? Is it going to be what you need. It's, it's good. This is exactly yeah. what we need. So, it's good, Alex. You know, um, as, as far as the attack's concerned, we are absolutely set. That is the last thing we the need attacks. to focus on and worry yeah. about. Um, it's just a bit in between, isn't it? And something we've not even mentioned, which I think we'll close on, centre-back. There's been a few... Um, Whispers over Levi Colwell. A few people stalked his mum on Twitter, which is incredibly strange. But um, they did what? Listen, they, is it the, get the picture? Is it the like, picture with the uh, the Liverpool kid? Yeah, he's a kid. Is that what you're his, on about? His yeah. mum's tweeted about Liverpool loads, and these tweets have resurfaced. So people have been like replying to his mum, DM, and his mum. Why? DM and his mum. Yeah, it's, uh, DMs are open. I've seen it. People have been doing that. But guys, let me just say something. That's probably not the way to make a football player sign to our club by absolutely harassing no, the whole yeah, family. Don't harass them uh, all. Really? Yeah, not really. But, <laughs> Mike, on the back of that, it does seem like he's a big red. Um, I did some own, my own digging. There was a Gerard post from when uh, we won the Champions <laughs> the League. He commented on... I didn't DM his mum. But he commented underneath it with like a love heart or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. post. Um, he seems like he's a Liverpool fan, mate, but the question remains, the price... I think, bro, I'm I'm telling you now, I think one thing that was probably an issue for us was the financing. It doesn't surprise me, and I kind of alluded to this, I don't know whether it was live or before we started, but... No, it was before, yeah. Yeah, 40 mil for him comes in, 15 comes from Henderson. I think we still sign Lafayette, and I think we sign, we at least try and sign Colwell, because I think we'll have the financial package there where we can... If he tries to move, where we can go, all right, 65 mil, test your reserve. Because I think 65 would be enough to get him. I do think we're overspending to get him for 65. But I also think long-term, you have your Van Dyke replacement. I think you've got your Van Dyke replacement. I think he's 20 years of age, not injury-prone, touch wood. Scans, brilliant. (laughs) Uh, He can hold a high line, great on the ball, great distribution. I thought he was phenomenal at the uh, under-20s, 21-year-old Get him in now, because the thing is, if you don't, if it, I, a big thing about Lafayette as well, people go, you know, he's only played so many games. I watched everyone lose their minds over price tags where we didn't get a player one summer, and then he's gone and played another great thirty-eight games, and it's the price has doubled. Why didn't you get him the year before? So mm-hmm. why don't we just, you know, cut that middle season out, go sign him now, have people go, oh, I'm not sure, and embed him in. But yeah, listen, Colwell would be great. I'd love it. Is it likely? I don't know. I'd love it, but I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's likely, to be honest with myself. I think Chelsea, <laughs> Pochettino is, you know, he, he wants them, which is fair enough because he looks like he's going to be some fantastic defender. So, But I do think Liverpool, before this whole shenanigans of today, Liverpool wanted the defensive midfield, that they wanted the centre-back, just because two are leaving, 
doesn't mean that should change. So even if they go and sign another two, because these have left, another, the other two should still join. So a centre-half, I don't think that that should still be like one of the priorities. I don't think that changes myself. I think they go and get one. Yeah, all right. I agree. Um, but guys, we're going to wrap up there. Um, if Henderson and Fabinho, if there's more news and they do leave, um, we probably will do a stream again at some stage. We're going to do a preview stream for pre-season. I'm actually going to Germany next week. I'm going there for five days. I'm going to be at the game. So if you guys want a cheeky plug to myself, follow me on Twitter, <laughs> on my own personal account. I'm going to be posting loads of photos up of the players, of the you know the ground where we're playing, all that kind of stuff. Um, I've only put a bit on TAT as well, to be fair. But um, yeah, make sure you subscribe, like the stream, notifications on, guys, because, listen, this is going to be silly season now for us. We're going to hear all sorts of rumours. Taram links are going to be back. Elliot, we're going to be back here talking about Taram, I'm pretty sure, sometime soon, mate, and Mike. <laughs> yeah. So uh, brace yourself for that. Um, so yeah, make sure you're ready, guys, because as soon as there is more news and more updates, we'll be live. Special guests are coming on to the show very soon. Still in talks to get a couple more to confirm. Very special um, guests. Let's make that clear. Very, very special guests. But all things are looking good for the channel, guys. We just hit 1.5k as well whilst being on air. So massive thank you to everybody who subscribed. Uh, hopefully you guys stay around and you haven't just subscribed to get FIFA because that would be a bit annoying. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Take care, guys. And we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.